Hey everyone, happy holidays. Christine here. I wanted to preface this episode just saying uh, this is our special holiday edition of How to Survive Earth School. Uh, this will be uh, a longer episode and it will take the place of this week and next week's episode. And we'll be back the following week with The Simple Life Part 2. So I hope you enjoy it. Have a safe and happy holiday. And we'll see you in a few weeks. Hi, I'm Janice Corsano, and this is How to Survive Earth School. In this episode... You get out, you get out, you can stay. Because you didn't do that yet, but let me tell you, you're on thin ice. (laughs) Yeah, 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 be careful what you say and do. You're on thin ice, because I unconditionally love you until... (laughs) Yes, perfect. It's so funny. It's part of why our families, like we were talking about, you know, the holidays and our families, why we actually stick it out more with them. talking about the holidays with with the holidays coming up so fast and it seems like the last few years I don't know for you but for me that time just is going by so fast and instead of feeling like everyone's enjoying the holidays that it's more of a rush to try to get things done or mm-hmm. try to get gifts or try to and a lot of traditions are changing which is actually kind of good if I when I think about it mm-hmm. it's um, instead of doing everything the way that you did before, that you're so overwhelmed and t- sick and tired of doing it that way because it wore you out, mm-hmm. that you're you know trying to do something different or you change that tradition or you're not doing that this, this way, you're changing it to do something that's maybe a little bit easier for you or more mm-hmm. fun. Because the whole spirit of the holidays to me is to spend time with people you care about that we mm-hmm. wish that we could do more of. Mm-hmm. So the part of me, s- like, it's funny because you're talking like last uh or maybe two times ago about just giving up and like a part of me feels like the not going into the sort of crazy Mm -hmm. you know going into the malls and just being nuts about it and um like throwing caution to the wind because i'm not doing that this year but a part of me feels sad about that interesting like not decorating you know not going crazy not well you know it's not that you can't go crazy Mm -hmm. it's more that the idea would be to whatever feels good to you. So if we go all the way the other way, it would be the same thing as going, you know, like too extreme mm-hmm. and doing nothing mm-hmm. is, is also extreme. But what about like when it just feels like, like, cause part of it for me just feels like I don't have the time or the resources like to do what I want to do. Cause I would do those, you know, I might get people some nicer things or some more things or I might, you know, spend more time decorating, but I don't, don't feel like I have the time, you know? Um, that's a big problem. You don't <laughs> have the time. Yeah. And that's, and that's part of it. Like, it's like, what d- is the priority here? Mm-hmm. You know, so is it, the priority would be either we really want to do that and we, we put that in as a priority. Mm-hmm. And then we'd have to take something else out. It would be like, okay, at this time of the year, that's my priority. Maybe you get, you know, some people to help because a lot of times it's more fun. Like, to me, I don't want to decorate the Christmas tree unless I have people to decorate it with. It's, right. not, it's not as much fun to do. Mm-hmm. When I, I'd like to bake cookies. Every year I'd like to bake cookies, and a lot of times it doesn't happen to the degree that, you know, we mm-hmm. might bake some here and there, but not because um, to the degree that I would like to. Like yeah. Have a, like a baking night. Right. And that, and that feels like part of it, too. I mean... For me, um, and maybe for other people too, but like, 
you know, I, I don't have a family. You know, I have my parents, mm-hmm. which I'm very grateful to have, you know, to still have them and to be able to spend uh, the holidays with them. But, you know, I don't have kids, you know, or I don't have, like, a, you know, I'm not married or anything. So, like, to not have, you know, sort of that, I don't know, those relationships to, I don't know, explore at the holidays. Because, you know, with the tree, it's like, okay, like, that's great. Like, I like, I'd like decorating the tree, but you're right. Like, it would potentially just be me doing it, unless I guess I invited friends over. But even so, you know, Christmas morning, it's not like, you know, Santa's not going to come. You know, I'm, I'm past, (laughs) I'm past the point where I, you know, am doing that. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if Santa comes Uh (laughs) and I'm just a single person living alone, I might have to call the cops and not. (laughs) I'm not gonna be like a Christmas cheer thing. (laughs) At this point, yeah, Santa always comes. Yeah, (laughs) I remember when the kids were little and they said to me um, that someone told them that Santa didn't exist, Mm -hmm. and I said, "What? What do you mean Santa doesn't exist? Mm -hmm. That's." (laughs) news to me yeah and i said well wait people helping each other like somebody you don't know giving gifts to other Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. that's santa i said that happens all the time yeah santa doesn't exist yeah i remember like grilling my dad like i went i went full like detective (laughs) on my father (laughs) about christmas and santa and sat him down like a pad of <laughs> pencil was like all right <laughs> give me the 911 right. <laughs> four, four, yeah have you seen this man <laughs> <laughs> have you seen him what does he look like really yeah and when's he come really what's really going on it is a yeah <laughs> don't mess with me pops <laughs> and did he give you the give no you the scoop? no my dad um uh, his only reply was, um, that the, the spirit of Christmas was real and that, um, you know, the spirit of Santa or St. Nicholas was, was real. And that's like kind of all that. I was like, but tell me more about this person <laughs> who supposedly, <laughs> so, but it was, it was a nice, but that's you know, actually what we're missing right now Mm -hmm. you know that's the thing that we're trying to get back the spirit of because Mm -hmm. all these things would be the spirit of you know like what's in the spirit of and we're so used to the material side of it you know it's like you decorate and decorating gives you a feeling Mm -hmm. you know like we're trying to get the spirit you Mm -hmm. know like the decorating gives you the spirit in some ways but right now it may not right now it may be you know like to the degree like Mm -hmm. I used to decorate the whole outside of the house and and when it stopped being fun mm-hmm. and then I stopped doing it mm-hmm. although I miss having the lights out there mm-hmm. um so I just drive around and find other people's lights mm-hmm. that actually were able to do that <laughs> yeah. and it, it's fun mm-hmm. you know like yeah. I'll sit in front there's a, a beautiful house that's not too far from here that I see all the time mm-hmm. and I'll sit in front of their house and just look at their lights and be like oh that's so beautiful thank you mm-hmm. like thank you for doing that yeah you know so that's feels community like to me you know like the idea that that you really could like you can you know a lot of times like if the kids don't you know live home a lot of times they go to their family's house and they all sleep over and they you know get up in the morning and they do something together and if not like they go to their friends or you know they have like a friend thing if people aren't around you know Mm -hmm. you are lucky that you do have your family you know but a lot of people don't 
-hmm. And there's a lot of people that are by themselves for the holiday, and they could do something. Like, there's a lot of people that, that are alone that don't have to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like, I'll, I invite a lot of people, like, on Christmas Eve that, you know, would normally be alone. Mm -hmm. Because we have, to me, it's more of a, um, a celebration that you um, get to see everybody, that you hang out and, you know, enjoy and have some good food. And, mm -hmm. and Christmas always meant to me the idea of celebrating, which is supposed to be the birth of Christ. And to me, that was the celebration of life. Hmm. You know, the celebration of life that, that we all came here um, together to learn and grow and to do something better. And what better way than to be together and to enjoy each other's company mm -hmm. and to start celebrating that way than to, you know. And the gifts thing, you know, it's nice getting people gifts. It feels nice. Mm -hmm. It does. It feels nice. But at the same time, it most people don't really care about the gifts. You know, most people, as their love language, isn't a gift. Mm. Right. Well, but it's funny because, um, like, the gift thing for me isn't about, rece you know. No, it's the it's most. more giving. Like, I right. would like. Most people. That's where I get yeah, hung but, up on it. But most people, as, you know, when we talk about love languages, sometimes you and I will. Mm. And when we talk about, to me, it's about the gift more as the doing of going out and doing that yeah you know like so the idea of going out and doing that mm -hmm. i like doing that like i, I like doing like i'm a the way that i feel loved is if you do something for me mm -hmm. so the gift is more in the doing that mm -hmm. you thought of me and you went out and did something mm -hmm. but it's not in the price right yeah and that's and that's it's not that i don't get that it's just when but that's that's lack though. That's you feeling lack. Right, and maybe that and that is part of it. Cause I've done things in the past where I have. Um, I love when you make things. Yeah, like I'll make things. I'll I'll make you know when you made soap. I know, but that's to me the most like you, you make me some soap. I'm like thrilled <laughs> because you actually went out of your way and did something that's way more than somebody going to a store and necessarily buying something. Right. Well. Yeah, and that and that might be more possible. It's it's feeling and I'm tr and I am and it might be the lack thing. Cuz that's what it feels like when you're talking about it like, you know, being able to go and buy stuff. You know, kids tend to expect things for, you know, Christmas. Mm -hmm. But do adults um expect things for Christmas? And mm -hmm. we're going to say yeah, they probably do now. Mhm. Mm but do we really care anymore? to the degree that we get them if it's going to put a burden on somebody mm -hmm. you know it's more like um no i don't want i want time like everybody keeps asking me can we have time together i don't want anything for christmas i want time yeah and that's the biggest gift yeah i actually would love you know because even um on the holidays or even if we're celebrating something like a birthday you know with my family it really there isn't a lot of time where we just sit all together because someone's cooking or some or we're going out to eat and we have to get there you know like find a parking spot or whatever we have to do and it's you know kind of like you know everyone becomes sort of a stress case over it getting there uh, yeah over it just being their idea of what the perfect you right. know so when there's any sort of hiccup you know it's and like stressful well and yeah, yeah instead of us get ruined you know yeah instead of just being present with each other and like because it's so funny, like, even just, um, I think 
on the blog, we talked about, um, you know, one way to give without, um, this was for the thing for over Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. well, one way to give would be just to sit and tell stories yeah. because there's, it's so funny. Like, I don't even think at least like my parents realize like how very little I know about, you know, their lives growing up and what they did. I've heard a few stories like multiple times, but I haven't really heard a lot. And that would be such a great way. Like, I'd love to just know more about them. And yeah. and it's kind of this funny thing where we never get to that, or I don't know if they just don't like talking about, you know, themselves or what, but... Well, they might not think you'd be interesting. You know, like, a lot of times when we talk about the perception of, you know, telling old stories, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't want to hear your old stories again. You know, because you know how right. some people talk about themselves, like their old stories all the time? Well, yeah, I So guess, yeah. they may, you know... From their perspective, they may think you guys wouldn't necessarily want to talk about that. So you might ask them, like, tell me about, you know, mm -hmm. we really want to know about, like, when you guys were little, what was your traditions? What did you do? What, you know, mm -hmm. what was it like when you were little to, mm -hmm. you know, what was it, um, what did you think about Santa? What did you think about, you know, yeah. how were you taught about this? Mm -hmm. Because it helps you know more about you and the, the beliefs and where we got them and how we actually became, mm -hmm. you know, with the programs that they have you know, we have the same programs, we do them a little bit different, you know, because we're all individuals and mm -hmm. unique, but we picked our parents for a reason, mm. and that reason would be nice when we start to, you know, like, enjoy them mm -hmm. as the people that they are and how they became that way, mm -hmm. because we keep thinking that they're parents instead of people, mm. and that they all went through so much, and, you know, the way yeah, that they Yeah, they should saw, know better, yeah, <laughs> but... That, you know, as an adult now... Mm you know, that you've had that much experience and you're still doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, with, with my family, with my mom not being here, um, physically, mm -hmm. you know, she's here spiritually all the time, but it's physically, you know, it changed a lot in the, the last eight years. And with my dad, you know, without my mom being around is very different. And, you know, he's having his own issues and stuff, so I don't get to see him very much. So it's, you know, one of those things like you go to, like having two parents to having no parents mm. and mm. for most people that'd be like really horrific instead of understanding like they're they're people mm -hmm. you know my dad's not trying to not be a parent mm -hmm. and you know he he's you know feeling all kinds of things which is one of the reasons why he doesn't want you to see him like that mm -hmm. you know he's feeling depressed or he's feeling sad or he's feeling lack or he's feeling like he can't be the person that he was before. Mm -hmm. So if he can't show up like that, and mm -hmm. I've told him many times that I don't care, mm -hmm. but it, it matters to him. Like it's important to him. Mm -hmm. So if he can't be the person that he was before and show up that way, then he's, and I keep telling him hiding isn't actually, like I tell everyone, he can't hide. At some point he's gonna have to come out of hiding at some point and deal with all this, but but he tends to like to hide and he doesn't want anyone to see. Mm -hmm. um, is that helping him? No. <laughs> because, you know, he's probably getting more sad and more depressed and not being around his family. And not that I don't call him and try to talk to him once in a while. Um, but it's like, Dad, come over, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's so it's interesting. Like, a lot of people, like, where is he spending, where did he spend Thanksgiving? I don't know. He was, you know, supposed oh, to yeah. be here, but mm -hmm. who knows where he was. Right, right. Um, you know, he could have been home by himself and, you know, feeling sad and depressed that, you know, he can't go to his family when he can. Mm -hmm. But that's our, when we talk about perception and illusion, about what's really going on. Mm -hmm. You know, would he have to do that, and does it have to be sad? And is there people that, you know, are waiting? You know, my um, 
there's a lot of people, you know, and we have a big family, and we don't get to spend as much time with them. And my brother was even saying it. He's like, you know, I miss all of us being together so much. And, you know, it's like everyone went off the deep end. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, we have a lot of people going off the deep end, and they have to learn and grow. And But there's a separation thing that's happening, too, you know, with the, the energies that, you know, you and I talk about a lot with how we're separating out and mm -hmm. stuff. And some people will be in the higher vibration and some will be in the lower vibration. And it's not that they have to stay there or anything. It's more that, you know, whatever level we're on that we're learning mm -hmm. um, is fine. And there'll be people that, that won't be a part of your life so much anymore. And they can catch up really fast, you know, but if you're in a higher vibration, then things are changing. If you're in a lower vibration, things are changing. Mm -hmm. It's all good, you know, because family is what we actually make of them and family is for us you know our greatest teachers mm -hmm. you know people that are close to us they're our greatest teachers because we usually can't get rid of them i mean people do get rid of their families right mm -hmm. but yeah. for the yeah. most part we don't tend to mm -hmm. and if we do then we still have to think about it and you know there's a lot more mm -hmm. than you know just a friend or somebody um because we could get rid of a friend way easier mm -hmm. than we could be like okay i'm not those people anymore those families right, right, <laughs> you know right. those family people what about um it was well, funny you're talking about that and i was thinking of you know for all the parents out there to like when you say you choose your parents that also means that your kids chose you so yes they do <laughs> we chose each other and it's you know normally it's funny because you know in the way that i believe about you know past lives and us being here more than one time that you know they could have been the parent last time or they could have been mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. sister or my brother or you know so mm -hmm. I tend to think of them more as when I look at them as people and what we're doing here learning and growing um, and, and helping each other through these things that you're going to be my teacher regardless you mm -hmm. know you're my kid this time mm -hmm. um, does that mean that I'm going to act like an adult all the time mm -hmm. and you know you not look at me and go mother you're nuts mm -hmm. <laughs> you know like what right. are you doing right. um because we're pushing each other's buttons so mm -hmm. we could actually, you know, see it and hopefully be able to learn and grow from it. Right. And we do tend to, when we love some people, we love some people, we love everybody that's our, you know, and we tend to not like some family members more and like some other ones more. Mm -hmm. But we do tend to stay with family longer and we'll work harder, you know, which is why, you like, in relationships with marriage and stuff, it's like when we're married, we usually will tend to try to work harder on that. Mm -hmm. than we would if it was something that, you know, as a friend, and we're like, uh, nope, they just did that one too many times. And yeah, but with no family, mm -hmm. yeah, with family, we'll, we'll kind of, you know, keep going. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the point where, you know, we could get out at any time. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about this just, I think, the other day when I was saying, like, you could get rid of all the people. You're still getting the lesson. You'll get other people to do it. Right. That's an interesting one because we've, we've talked about that in the past, like, that you would... um you know, you tend to repeat the same, you know, experience just because of the way you see what, um, how you interpret what somebody's doing. So, and it really has nothing to do with the, what they're doing because they, they may not be meaning it that way at all. And but, most of the time they're not. And they don't, but you see it and you see, you know, it's something as silly as they like close the door instead of holding it open and all of a sudden it brings up all your stuff, like how you... You know, you don't feel loved or whatever. Right. So, yeah, so then you kick that person out of your life, and the next thing you know, you've made a new friend, and that new friend <laughs> is the same thing, and 
who also and didn't might, mean it that way. <laughs> they might do it a little differently. So they might do it in a way that they those people might have held the door. So you went, oh, they hold the door. But then they actually did something different yeah. that has the same feeling. <laughs> and you're like, see, that. They didn't pull out my chair. <laughs> Those funny, assholes. That's where the feeling comes up. That's yeah. why when we talk about feelings as the mm -hmm. illusion, mm -hmm. you know, like that's the part that says that's what the program is. Like, mm -hmm. no, you did this to me. Mm -hmm. It's like when the person, most people are surprised. Like, no, that's not, I wasn't trying to do that. What, why are you so upset? Like, right. But then what happens too, because we've talked about this in the past, and I'm actually starting to get the hang of it, right, is that like, but nobody's having that conversation about how it actually made them feel instead of they're just like reacting and responding and getting angry instead of saying like, oh, you know, when you did that thing, it really made me feel like this. Is that what you wanted to do? And they'll be like, you know, what? if you said that, you'd be like, what? No, I wasn't. No, that's not what I was trying to do. Yeah. But that's true. Most people aren't communicating from the, the level of the root, you know, they're mm -hmm. communicating from the reaction. Yeah. And the reaction that hit that button that right. they don't even know is that button. Right, which they wouldn't, yeah, potentially, like, like instead of saying, like, anything about the door, the door being held or not held, they'd just say, you're an asshole, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and like, then if they said, you know, well, why are you calling me an asshole? Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, well, you didn't hold the door, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you mm -hmm. didn't do that. Um, Oh, I'm supposed to hold the door for you every mm. single time the door opens? Mm -hmm. What are you, a princess? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah, and it yeah, hits them. hit their button. Yeah. You know, and then we have the the virtual fight of mm -hmm. um, who's doing what and why and when, and you didn't do it for me, so why in God's name should I do it for you? Right. And all the things that get thrown back and forth right. instead of what really is going on. And right. both of them would probably have the same thing. See, you don't give a shit, you don't care. Yeah, you don't care. I care so much, you don't care. That right. And it's like this funny thing. And no one knows that that's what it's really about. Because yeah. most fights are about caring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really makes me that. laugh. It's like, see, you didn't do that, and it's because you don't care. If you cared, you would have known. Mm -hmm. And most people don't even tell the other person what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had the funniest one when someone said to me, no, they're supposed to know. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how would they know? Yeah. How if they, they don't do it the yeah. same way as you, mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't. Right. Well, that and everyone assumes that people really, I think, assume that everyone else sees it, things right. the same, same way, way they do. And, like, that's such a huge learning curve to realize that, no, like you see things really potentially really differently depending on you know where that person grew up who their family was how they learned what they learned about life or you know relationships or each you know what their role is um yeah it's no. really interesting most people can't argue with your feelings mm -hmm. you know but if that's your intention and some people that is their intention because they're hurt you know hurt people do hurt people oh to hurt yeah, so you're, because, yeah, because what you'll say a lot um, is that most people aren't trying to hurt, you know, they're not actually trying to hurt you, but right. if they're trying to hurt you, it's because typically they feel hurt, or else they're mentally not right. all there, right. which does happen too. But yeah, absolutely. But, but most people, the reason that we're hurting, and it doesn't have to be the person that hurt us to begin with, mm -hmm. but because we've been hurt, if we see that, mm -hmm. then we go after them. So the idea that if somebody that didn't hold the door for us mm -hmm. um, really hurt us, then when we see that may be the anchor that reminds us of all the stuff that happened with the other person, and now we're really on guard, mm -hmm. you know, and now we're going to be hypervigilant to really watch that person even more so. It would be like, oh, see, those qualities are somewhere. Okay, you're going to watch to make sure that they're... And 
their intention, just like probably the other person's intention, wasn't to to hurt them, mm -hmm. but it felt like that. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, no, I'm going to hurt you. See, you're already doing that. And you'll get cranky and miserable and, you know, like over the door, but it's really not about the door. Yeah, it's about, it might, yeah, it might not even be about the person in front of you. It might be about, yeah, it's yeah. funny. Like it yeah. could be, I was reading the other day that um, our perception of a person will, uh, it was in, uh, it might have been psychology today or someplace, but that our perception of a person, like our first impression will be influenced by where we are when we meet them. So if you meet someone in a coffee shop, if you're holding like a warm coffee, yeah. you're more like to associate that person with like warmth warm. and good mm -hmm. things. Um, but if you meet someone on like a rocky like boat, mm -hmm. you might think that that person isn't like... Uh, reliable like and and completely yeah, arbitrary completely, yeah completely <laughs> wouldn't be make any sense but yeah but because you know however our brain works in that mm -hmm. way and you know there's so little known about really how we work you mm -hmm. know like how our brain works but what's amazing about it is that we would never know that we would do that right you wouldn't be thinking oh well i did meet that person on a boat maybe mm -hmm. they're more reliable than i gave them credit for you know you'd think and most people you know, only give, like, that first impression mm -hmm. as if that's the only impression, and they could be having a bad day. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, if you meet somebody and your first impression is they're miserable because mm -hmm. they're having a bad day, mm -hmm. and then you label them that the whole time, and we always talk about, you know, taking off labels of people, then we'll see the other qualities they have. Right, and it's funny, yeah, because even your impression that that person is just an angry person, mm -hmm. like... It's almost like you could bring that out of them by just the way you're acting towards them. Because now you think that about them, so you don't give them the time of day. So they get angry, or whatever the thing is that causes it, but... <laughs> no, that's totally true. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, uh -huh. no, it's true, meaning that once we label someone something, mm -hmm. right? So if we say they're angry, and they're mean, and they're, you know, self-centered, and they're selfish, mm -hmm. that would be the thing we see most from them, mm -hmm. but we wouldn't know that we're doing something that's helping that bring that out in them. Mm-hmm that there's, I'm sure they have way other qualities than that. Mm. And other people would see the other qualities, and we probably would never see them, because once we label somebody something, that would be what we actually say and see with them all the time. Wow. So that's why when we talk about, you know, take the labels off, you're going to put labels on somebody, give them different ones. And when people do that, you know, I had somebody do it with their boss, mm -hmm. and their boss was driving them crazy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, constant, it was constant. And, you know, she had labeled the boss, Mm. all these, you know, horrific things, and that's what he was starting to become. Um. And when she changed it, and she was very good, like, you know, some people, it's very hard for them to take the labels off, but she was very good with being able to do it. But what does that mean? Does that mean, like, going in every day and being, or, like, is it, like, an affirmation, like, saying? No, what or? she did was I said, instead of seeing your boss um, with those labels that you had given him, mm. I said, take those off and let's give him labels that he's helpful and mm. he's there for you. Because... What's the point of your boss? You know, you want him to be helpful. You want him to be someone there for you that you can talk to. Mm -hmm. um, that's nice. That you know has, yeah. that you have easy conversation with. And she was able to see how that made sense, mm -hmm. and could do it pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And within less than a week, mm -hmm. her boss was totally different. Wow! And he stopped calling her every day, checking up what she was doing, and blah 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 blah, mm -hmm. and you know. And then she would only hear from him once in a while, and he would, you know, be talking to her very nicely and, you know, checking in on things as mm -hmm. if they were equals, not as if he was her boss, mm -hmm. you know, more more so the way that she would have, you know, mm -hmm. liked. And 
it was all she did was change the labels that she had put on him because mm. he had plenty other qualities but mm. she didn't see any of them mm-hmm. once she labeled him and the more she labeled him the worse he was getting mm-hmm. where it was to the point where he would call her every day mm-hmm. and part of that had to do with what she was doing without her realizing it mm-hmm. you know she's however she's talking to him getting irritated and even though she doesn't realize it you right. know there might be a tone or there might be something that she's feeling or Right, you know, or just her energy. Like yeah, that's what I mean, like the energy that she was giving off would, oh, would sure. say, mm-hmm. you know, okay, all right, well, I better call and check up on her again. You yeah, know, like she's whatever it putting is. out some sort of weird distress signal he can't interpret. And he's He's not seeing it as her right. being annoyed with him. He's just saying, like, something's going something's on over there. On, so let me check yeah. in and make sure that's okay because, you know, she's handling this big thing. And, you know, mm-hmm. so once that happened and, and she was probably the one of the best at it because you know people have a hard time taking the labels oh, off yeah well you know they're like no that's real and that's the person's mm-hmm. like that and it's not that people don't have that i mean we all have all qualities you know like we all can be mean mm-hmm. you know we all could be angry we all can be sad we all could be you know but we do have most of the time most people mm-hmm. do have all the other qualities too can be loving sweet caring thoughtful mm-hmm. and if we give them at least if you can't take them off at least give them the other ones too mm-hmm. then you have more of an option to see more of those mm-hmm. so if you start off with no i can't take all those off fine then at least start giving them some good ones mm-hmm. you know giving them some positive ones okay what if um uh so like recently i've had like a few experiences with um people like you know friends or family where i've felt like very much so like that they're just being like like very inconsiderate mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i recognize that that has to be a me not caring about you know feeling uncared about thing mm-hmm. um so in some ways i guess maybe it's not worth talking about it but i do i am interpreting what they're doing and and even so much so that like some things that they'll say mm-hmm. like if it feels not nice like it feels mean and i don't know if it's them doing it or if i'm doing it well, funny, because it would probably be a combination. Because remember, we're co-creators. Mm-hmm. So if we're co-creating, it would be... So say if, if you're feeling like people are not caring, mm-hmm. and that's your lesson that you're trying to learn right now, then they would all have to start to show up more like that, because everything's getting so big. Okay. So you could see it, so it would have to look like that more. Yeah, like people really close to me, who I wouldn't think would right. act like that. Are starting to act like They're that. They're acting like that, yeah. Which would actually make sense. If we're trying to learn something, it yeah. has to get big enough so it gets our attention. Mm-hmm. And then, then, you know, you knowing more about the work, that's the idea where we don't take it personal, where we start to stop and go, wait a minute, this, wait, these people don't act like this normally, and to the degree they're acting like this, and I'm the common denominator, <laughs> hold on. Right. So what's that, what's it trying to help me to learn? And if they are acting like that, like, what's going on with them? Mm-hmm. Because there's two things, you know, like something's going on with, and there's a lot of things going on with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're still, like you said, if I'm not talking to them about how I'm really feeling or how that makes me feel, mm-hmm. then they may not even know. Right. You know, everyone's, you know, so stressed, as we talked about a lot. Like mm-hmm. the stress level is so high, and most people don't even know they're stressed mm-hmm. to the degree that they really are and tired and exhausted. Mm-hmm. And that feeling that they have and the way that it's making you feel they might feel the same feeling which is why you're getting the tone or whatever they might feel so you right. know overwhelmed with what's going on in their life mm-hmm. that it's like one more thing like you might be saying one more thing to them that's like oh see and that's mm-hmm. because you're hyper vigilant now on that not caring part yeah. that you would hear what they said way stronger mm-hmm. to prove that mm-hmm. than you would at a different time if you weren't mm-hmm. you know in that lesson right now right 
Okay, yeah. I mean, at least in one case, I can see that the person who has, like, said the mean things, like, recognize, like, recognizes that they've said it mm -hmm. and, like, will either apologize or, like, try to, like, but it's funny because I see them beating themselves up about it. Like, I, I feel like they feel like it, they're, it's proving some belief about them. Oh, absolutely. Like, not being, not maybe not being inconsiderate or not being considerate, but, like, more... Well, like being, I, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I don't like think about being, people or yeah, something. Like probably being self-centered and selfish. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. yeah. Because Definitely. that's the one that when, you know, people say that's like, oh, yeah, I'm being mean. And because I just had like, a bad I, day. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Like right. I said something dumb. I, yeah. I know that that was potentially hurtful. And I did it anyway. Yeah. And I did it anyway. Like what's so wrong with me? Yeah, so there's the something wrong yeah. with me thing. Yeah. But everybody uses whatever mm -hmm. you know so if you're saying like the person says it and you're like yep they did say that and they actually realize that they did say it mm -hmm. then they start going like well i'm not a nice person i'm not a good person then because i deliberately was mm -hmm. being mean mm -hmm. why were they deliberately being mean it was like well if they think about it because i'm hurt or something hurt me or something that that reminds me that you said mm -hmm. and i'm already in a phase of feeling hurt mm -hmm. and I'm sick and tired of taking everyone's bull and you said one thing mm -hmm. and there you go now and you got it all <laughs> yeah and, uh, and the yeah the levees have broken <laughs> yeah. now you got them all and that's and that's kind of what's happening with everybody you yeah. know everyone's so sick and tired and that's why when we say like give up mm -hmm. you know it's like give up the bullshit like give up on the illusion like mm -hmm. those things aren't really happening and Yes, things really happen, meaning do people say mean things? Yeah, yes, people they say, do. people will say, I mean, it's hard to misinterpret, you're an asshole, <laughs> you know, which no one has said to me, thankfully, but <laughs> using that example. <laughs> but if someone says you're an asshole, mm -hmm. um, that has to do with them also. Yeah. You know, and the idea that someone would get to that point and say that to you, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, are we doing something? What are we doing? Are we mm -hmm. acting like an asshole mm -hmm. at that moment? Or is the person just, you know flagrantly just thrown out you're an asshole right. for no reason mm -hmm. and for the most part most people don't mm -hmm. do that but there's now with everything being the way that it is the hyper vigilance of us watching everybody and being so afraid of each other mm -hmm. as far as you know love and letting people in and trusting them and our lessons are so big and they're in our face that we are sick and tired of being sick and tired mm -hmm. and we want change we just want it the way we want it Right. We don't really, yeah, what I f always think is funny is like that, uh, I don't remember who said it, it might have, it might have been Einstein. Yeah, it was Einstein. You can't um, fix a problem yes, using, from the same, yeah, yeah, you have to, and I say it all the time, you know, you can't fix a problem from the same place it was created. You have to go to a higher level. Mm -hmm, yeah. And most people are trying to basically, that's why the loop, you yeah. know, like we're in a loop. You have um, to change and that's, and that's it too. It's like people would like to have change without changing anything, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, well, I know that because I've been there. Like, this is not... Right. I would like to, I would like to have this happen, mm -hmm. and I don't want to exercise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would like to be a size four, yeah. but I, I would like... I don't want to eat anything different, and I don't want to exercise. Yeah. Where's my magic pill? <laughs> exactly. I, 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 that's much better. Yes. I'm going to have it now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Magic pill, please. And now. Just, you know, people say, can you just sprinkle some magic dust on me? I said, as much as that would be great mm -hmm. if I could do that, um, mm -hmm. what would be even nicer is if you do it yourself mm -hmm. and do the work because you don't need me. And my job is to help teach you, mm -hmm. not to make it so that you need me for anything, yeah. you know, like so that you could learn and grow. So yeah. that, that we don't want a Janus addiction. Right. <laughs> I don't, you know, I want people to be able to say, 
wow, I know how to do that now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can see that now, mm-hmm. and I can understand that, and I can see how my perception is different. And then you could take that and apply it in your life everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, so that you can stop a little bit and be like, wow, let me talk to them a little bit differently, or let me understand, or wow, this is showing up, and it's the same thing over and over. Um, okay, I'm the common denominator. What's going on? What's this trying to help me with? It's so funny, though, because even just, like, you know, with the stress book, which we're mm. writing, everyone. Yep. <laughs> Janice has a stress book coming out sometime in the next five years. <laughs> if we could ever stop editing it. <laughs> but yeah, it should be out. Not um, a stress book, a stress relief book. It's yeah. not intended. To <laughs> it's, not, it's not intended to stress you out. It's intended to help you get unstressed. We got yeah. enough of the stressing out. Right, but it's um, even in writing that, it was funny because like. Okay, so I'm the common denominator. I'm continuously seeing other people, you know, um, I'm taking what they're saying really personally, that they don't care, da 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 um, Why? Yeah, why, like, okay, I know that, now I know that, like, what do I, so I, you know, what do you do from there? Okay, I see that I'm doing this. What the, do I do from here? The first thing that you do is, mm-hmm. and you said, you know, awareness, because awareness is 99% of this. Mm-hmm. And then you actually go back and say, like, okay, why would I think that people wouldn't care about me? Mm-hmm. What is it about me that I think that people wouldn't care? Because you start asking yeah. questions, like, where did I get that? Mm-hmm. Because when you start questioning yourself, it's like, you usually learned it somewhere. Like, you know, when you were young, when in that zero to seven in printing phase, you know, there's things that happened that would make it feel like people didn't care about us. Mm-hmm. And even though that wasn't the case, I'm sure they did, and even if they didn't, mm-hmm. you know, that still wasn't the case. There were still plenty of people that would have cared about you. Mm-hmm. But that's not the way we took it. So when, when it shows up in our life in this way, like where it's big and it's, you know, when you start to realize that it's a taught thing, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you were more, it's the way you took it, it's more of the taught thing, that people really do care about you. And mm-hmm. you can find many of them. We talk about proof of the opposite know that you start writing the proof of the opposite it's like look at all the times that they actually showed they cared right it's it's so weird it's like i i know that i've seen it i can see that people are doing that even like in the cases we're talking about like 99 times out of 100 those so people are doing really nice and why is it the so why one do you want to keep it i don't i don't know i just i I don't know. It's really weird. Cause it's it makes me one. uncomfortable. Well, it's funny because it's a hard one to give up because the idea that we mm. would, you know, that people would actually care about us, what does that mean? I guess that we are worthy of caring. Mm. Like, yeah, it's like a worth thing. Yeah. Okay. Because if you go like, okay, well, if I want to keep it, what do I want to keep it for? It's, it has to be helping me oh, in some way. Right. We've talked about this before. Oh god, I like I'm getting all like weird and like <laughs> I, I'm getting all wiggly like oh god, we're getting close to something I don't want to address I right. Now. About that. I forget though. That is my thing cuz I see not secretly apparently, but subconsciously want to believe that there's something wrong with me yeah. because that would explain why I'm such a fuck up. <laughs> and then that's a good reason. Right. And I'm not really a fuck it, up. Right. And she's but not. but the idea that that we would feel that way. Yeah. At least it's an excuse. It's yeah. an excuse. It's a great excuse for why my life is, you know, not quote unquote, you know, perfect. And which is funny because your life is perfect. It is, yeah. When I we think really about, about when we think about, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. life being perfect or unperfect, it's like for whatever reason it's perfect for what it is right now. You're trying to learn and grow through things. So, mm-hmm. you know, it may feel 
it may feel horrific at the moment, mm-hmm. but in a lot of ways, it's perfect for you to learn this. R- yeah, well, it, I don't feel that way, but I, I do, we have talked about this before, I know that we have, that I, and I guess a lot of people probably out there have hooked into this idea that there's something wrong with me, mm-hmm. and not because I really think that, but because if you know, there's just this like no, we don't think expectation. It. This is you know where life, my life should be. It's not that way. What's an excuse rather than the fact that I just haven't done what I think I should? Right. The excuse is there's something wrong. There's with something me. wrong. I'm not capable of it. And here's the proof: people and don't care about me. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we keep it because we're trying. We we want an out instead of us just going. Okay, well maybe I didn't get there yet. It's all still available. Or maybe I didn't want to do those things. Like Absolutely. that's you know. And that's the part where we start looking at it's like, you know, what did I really want to do? And mm-hmm. maybe when I made those choices, you know, ten years ago, this is what I thought I wanted to do. Maybe that's not what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, a wonderful thing about change. Like we get to change our mind. And what if we don't want to do that anymore? Why is it not okay? Mm-hmm. You know, what if we decide that you know, we want to have a family, but we want to do it later. Or maybe that if we wanted to have the family, we thought we should have had it, you know, like with 25, I should be married and have kids. Yeah. Um, if that didn't happen, then you did something wrong. There's something wrong with you and nobody will care about you and love you. Oh, man. And the truth, and the <laughs> truth mm-hmm. of the matter is that mm-hmm. that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's the proof, though, mm-hmm. because I said a thing of what's going to happen. And when that didn't happen, see, it showed yet again Mm-hmm. Because all we do is use proof all the time. We don't use the proof of the opposite as much. Where you have proof everywhere of the opposite that you could have done that if you wanted to. That that actually was something that was available to you. Mm-hmm. But we would never actually see it. Right. I would be... Well, and that's too like that feeling like, oh, I... Um, I don't want to try. Mm-hmm. I don't want to try because if I fail, yep. then I failed so not trying protects me from failure whereas like what you know what you'll say is that yes one less there's one (laughs) one less less way that we learned it's like wow if i failed now great then that's one less way to do that yeah okay i learned i learned that i tested that hypothesis i don't do it that way but from here let me try the other ways i do it this way yeah Yeah. because there's a bunch of other ways and failure to me is a good word meaning Mm -hmm. that that wow i tried something Mm -hmm. and it didn't work that way Okay, mm-hmm. so let me see. What's the other ways I can do this if mm-hmm. I still want to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the other ways? Because there's a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And God, if, if, you know, the most, <coughs> you know, if we're talking about Einstein, do you know how many times he failed? Right, yeah. I mean, that, and that's such a good thing to remind, you know, that, mo- you know, not even most. I think all of the people who are successful have failed. Have failed. Yeah. Um, Was it so like many times. J.K. Rowling, like, submitted Harry Potter to, like, you know, 20-something-odd publishers. I'm not sure if that's true, but totally true. It but might have been a different person. Them, but you know, yeah. somebody, you know, that I think that, that, that is true. I think that yeah, it was her. I think her. it was her. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. But, you know, that they've submitted, you know, their work to so many people, and mm. she would think that she failed mm-hmm. until that one person, and then look what happened to it, you yeah. know. But that's also, you know, her belief in herself, too, that, mm-hmm. that you know, maybe it wasn't worthy. And maybe as she was getting more angry, mm-hmm. as she was submitting it and, you know, had worked so hard that she was actually starting to be like, no, damn it, somebody's <laughs> going to do this yeah. and someone's going to help me and right. someone's going to want this. And that energy that she put more towards it yeah. actually helped them to see it a little bit more. Yeah. You know, oh, wow, yeah. because, you know, there's sometimes that 
that that kind of thing can actually help us to create it more. Yeah, you're like yeah. adamant, like, like no. Use your, yeah, <laughs> use, your, use your anger for something good to create yeah. something better instead of using my anger to beat myself up and say, see, it's a, it's a failure, it's a flop, yeah. that, that maybe it isn't mm-hmm. and maybe it's, you know, that you needed more energy and belief in yourself and that when people, you know, kept saying no, mm-hmm. that you started to realize that, no, I really think this is good and, and that you started to believe in it. For sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's so like once you believe in it, maybe mm-hmm. once you start believing in it a mm-hmm. little bit more and start getting a little bit more, feeling more grounded about it and mm-hmm. be like, no, I do believe in this. This does feel good to me and this does feel right and it does feel like it would work. And then somebody else can see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm not hopeful anymore that this will get picked up by a publisher. Mm-hmm. It's going to be picked up. Like, no. Yeah. Like, we've we've done I hopeful. <laughs> we've done hopeful. Now it's time. Now it's time. Because... This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of, you know, what's what's fun about the way that we can create. You know, mm-hmm. like we could use all of our emotions, mm-hmm. but most of the time we use them to prove our stuff mm-hmm. that's negative. Mm-hmm. You know, prove all the things that, you know, instead of us catching it and being like, wow, that's me proving that I'm, no one cares about me again. Yeah, why, and why am I doing I wanna, that? Yeah, yeah. And, and why would I want to keep it? Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times we do want to keep them. It's funny because, like you said, they are an excuse for something. It's a crutch, yeah. And when we get to the bottom of what the excuse is, it's like, oh, because I feel like I wasn't worthy or I wasn't capable or I wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with me and I want to keep that. Yeah, I need to keep that in. I need an excuse. Yeah. If I fuck up, I need an excuse. Right. Instead of just being like, wow, I fucked up. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, What's people wrong with fuck that? up. <laughs> people fuck up all the time. <laughs> like, We are human. Yeah. And the whole idea of being human means that we make mistakes. And mm-hmm. mistakes are good things. That's how we learn. Right, right, right. So if we don't fuck up, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I like that too. Because you've said that before too. Uh, and maybe even in the podcast, I think maybe we've talked about it. Like, yeah, what if you're not here, if you knew everything when you, I think you did yeah. say that in the podcast. If you knew everything, then what would you be doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you know, if our whole idea would be here to, to come and grow and to learn, you know, to love ourselves more and to, mm-hmm. to, you know, be able to love ourselves and unconditionally love others. Mm-hmm. Um, you would have to screw that up a bunch mm-hmm. because we didn't just come in that way. If we already knew that, why the hell would we come? Yeah. There's no, there'd yeah, be no oh, reason. I can just test that out. Yeah. I I'm just going to test out how my unconditional love is. Yep. Oh. And then I'm going to screw it up a bunch of times to uh-huh. see that it's not actually that good. Hold on. I need some work on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to have to work on this. <laughs> I'm going to have to work on that unconditional loving thing. I don't actually unconditionally love anything. <laughs> I conditionally love everything. <laughs> it has a condition. You act like this, and I don't love you. Yes. No. I give up. <laughs> and you get out, and you get out, you get out. You can stay. Because you, you didn't do that yet. But it, let me tell you, you're yeah. on thin ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful where, what you say yeah, and you're do. You're on thin ice because I unconditionally love you until. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. It's so you know, funny. Which is part of why our families, like when we were talking about, you know, mm-hmm. the holidays and our families, why we actually stick it out more with them. Mm-hmm. Because there's an unconditional love thing mm-hmm. um, that's more so, like with our kids and, mm-hmm. you know, with our families, yeah. that we will actually fight for more of that with them. Right. With other people, we won't. So, you know, that's like, no, that person, and and we'll get everybody to help us, Mm -hmm. you know, be like, nope, that person is just Mm -hmm. a miserable person. Now, they can be, and no, you don't have to be around them, but there's a certain point where, you know, we keep running into them. It's like, wait, I keep, all right, I need to look at me. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm the common denominator all the time here. Hold on. Yeah, it can't... It can't be every single person I meet is just this fucking yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like... Mother Teresa? Yeah. <laughs> she, she was horrible. <laughs> she was so mean to me. <laughs> she made me feel like she didn't care about me. <laughs> she wouldn't even look at me. She didn't even shake my hand. She didn't yeah. say anything no. to me. She walked right by me like I wasn't even there. Yeah. And <laughs> that could have actually happened. Yeah. Well, and it probably... And it probably did. <laughs> to some people. And that probably happened to some people. Yeah. And they would actually say the same... That way they would have yeah. had that thought. Like, They're... apparently... I wasn't worthy of her. Yeah, their tell-all book is yeah. coming. Mother Teresa, not as not as saintly as you think. She walked right past me. Right past me. Like like any one person could see every single person that they're around. Yeah. Well, that's that for an first impression thing. Maybe they were on a boat when they met her. <laughs> Maybe. It's a rocky boat. Or in very cold weather, you know, with snow up to their neck. Yeah, yeah. They're gone. She's like, a cold. Oh, she's a cold-hearted woman. <laughs> So cold. <laughs> yeah. And, Gosh. And that, until next time. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> when the um, what's that? What they say in, in soap operas? <laughs> I don't know. They, there's a thing that they say in soap operas. Um, God, no, I forgot it. Um, which is like um. Dun, 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 until next time. When, <laughs> yeah. Um, Joey and Sally. Um. Come together to figure out the fight. They... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They meet in the back alley. Yes. They meet in the back alley, so uh-huh. you'll then find out who is the winner oh, of boy. that one. Oh, God. <laughs> so they just leave you hanging. It's very dramatic. Very dramatic. Very dramatic. <laughs> is that what we're doing? Yes, we're very dramatic. Now. We're very dramatic leaving. Well, we're not actually dramatic. But... No. no, we're pretty good. Yeah, we're just making jokes about being dramatic because... Oh. People Most like people drama. are dramatic. Yes, they're dramatic. And Especially they like drama. at the holidays. At the holidays. <laughs> See the point made. Yes. We can't we fit made we made a long loop to get to the point that people are dramatic at the holidays. Yeah. Okay, so cut that out. How's that? Very simple. So <laughs> yeah. cut that out. Stop being dramatic. Stop being all drama queens. People all people love you and care about you. Way more than you know. Yeah. So how about you start looking at the proof of the opposite and see how they actually been doing yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. They're doing it. They're, they're out doing there it. doing it. And it's A okay. And it's okay. And don't, you know, barricade yourself in your house. It's okay if you didn't get to get everyone everything you thought you should. Yes. Or if they, you didn't get everything you thought you wanted. Right. You know, just... And be okay with the fact mm-hmm. that you could see how much they do care. Mm-hmm. Look more for that. Mm-hmm. Not the proof that they don't. Mm-hmm. Because you'd be surprised at how much proof there is that they do care. Before you go, I want to remind you about Janice's two classes available on LearnItLive.com. Energy Basics is the first class and explores our hidden connection to others. Energy Effects gives tips and tools so that you can protect yourself from emotional contagions. In January, Janice will be offering Creating Healthier Connections, a class which explores how to better manage your energy connection to others and create better relationships. Have a great new year and we'll see you in 2016.